quick producer's note before we get started. This episode was actually the first that we recorded of Create Your Edge. As such, you may hear a couple references or things here and there that sound a little confusing or out of order. Just know that the reason for that is that we recorded this episode before any of the other episodes that you've listened to thus far. Also, we recorded this before the coronavirus lockdown hit, so we were actually in person recording this episode. So when you hear me refer to this as the third episode, even though it's technically our fourth, the reason is because we recorded an extra episode during the coronavirus lockdown once that all started. So things got slightly off, but the content's still great. You're still going to enjoy the episode, and it's all still super relevant. So please enjoy the fourth episode of Create Your Edge. Welcome to Create Your Edge, a marketing podcast. I'm your host, Brian Shilligo. Every month, we learn a little bit about marketing history. We take an expert-led deep dive into a new marketing topic and have a little bit of fun. So let's get right to our first segment, This Day in Marketing History. May 5th. On this day in 1864, Nellie Bly was born in Cochrane Mills, Pennsylvania. Nellie was an incredibly talented woman in several fields, but is probably most known as a journalist. She famously traveled around the world in not 80 days, but 72. And she was inspired, though, by Jules Verne's famous Around the World in 80 Days. She convinced her editor at the New York World that she should make this trip around the world. She did it. She set a world record. Maybe more impressive was her earlier expose where she feigned mental illness in order to go undercover at the Women's Lunatic Asylum in New York, where she exposed all kinds of abuse and cruelty and neglect. It was truly terrible. She spent 10 days in the asylum, and her report would go on to become a sensation, leading to sweeping reforms across the country in mental health institutions. Nellie Bly is widely credited with pioneering the new field of investigative journalism, and if you're looking for the perfect example of someone committed to pushing boundaries and getting outside the box, look no further than Nellie Bly. And if we're talking about getting outside the box, that leads me to our guests on today's episode. I'm joined by our creative director here at Creative Edge, Justin Dombach, and our senior vice, no, video producer, senior video producer and motion graphics editor. You almost got a promotion from me, but not, I don't think I can give those out. So, and motion graphics editor, Conrad Dean. Justin and Conrad, thanks for joining me today. You You can take a breath now. I can. A lot of talking. So that day in history, huh? Yeah. Wow, that was amazing. Like, Have you not heard she, of the story of Nellie Bly before? I not before today, no. Like, you can officially say she beat Jackie Chan around the world in 80 days. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. She broke his record. She did. So today our topic is why you need creative video. So guys, why do they, the people watching at home, need creative video? Great question. <laughs> Thank why, you. Justin? <laughs> you need creative video because... Everyone has video now. Like, it's not just a matter of, you you need video. Like, you already know that. Everybody knows that. You need video or else your image is already being damaged. So you need creative video if you want to stand out. Like, that's how you stand out now, not just by having video. Yeah, you can't just have, like, video that's just some dude talking or like it's like boring for five minutes you, you gotta like spice it up you gotta be you know memorable you know you know you gotta like the person who sees it's like yeah i remember that either because it was funny it was like heart-wrenching it was like you know just memorable yeah yeah and i think justin to your point earlier where you said that everybody has video now it's because so 50 years ago Video was a, a medium that was a lot harder to get into. If you wanted to make some, if you wanted to shoot video, the cameras were incredibly expensive. The film was incredibly expensive. It was not a cheap or easy process. Today, 
anybody can go down to their local, you know, uh, Best Buy, get a, a relatively cheap camera and shoot video on it that will look pretty, pretty good. So like, yep. I think that's kind of what you're saying when you say that everybody has video. So what is it about sort of the process that you get from going to a marketing company or even if you're doing it yourself, the thing that, that can make you stand apart from everybody who's just filming something on their phone? Yeah, that, that's the thing, right? It's not even just a cheap camera anymore. It's just the phones that almost all of us have now can shoot nice enough video to put on social media, to put on TV in some cases. So the, it's no longer a matter of like, can you afford the equipment? Everybody can afford it. Now it's about the, the barrier of entry is about skill more so than price, yeah. more so than technology. So that's why you need a team of creative individuals driving your concepts, driving your video. You can't just, you know, get your leadership in front of a camera and have them talk about how we started in 1933 and uh, my father um, bought our first tractor um, a week after our horse was put down. You're good at this. You're already making me go to sleep. <laughs> you don't want... Thanks, I hate it. <laughs> you don't want that. You want to focus on the emotion. You want to focus on your customers. You want to focus on your employees. You really want... You need a creative team driving that because in most cases, even if you have a single creative individual, that's not enough. You need a whole team of people creating these ideas. So we obviously kind of established now why people need creative video. So what, what does that mean? What does creative video mean? It's about sending a message that really resonates with your audience. It's about making them feel something they will remember. It's not about making a 15-minute long video detailing your literal business processes or how you make a sausage. It's about... Conrad, you can explain it better. Well, like, these days, it's not about, like, explaining every nook and cranny of your business. It's about, you know, you know, finding what your business is about. Like, what are you trying to deliver to your consumers, to your customers? What are you trying to say what you do? And to do it in a, like, reasonable, fast-paced, quick as possible, and creative way. Yeah, because I, I think the thing that I, that I notice a lot is that when you watch bad video on the internet – or if you're watching commercials or anything like that, the th the video that always stands out to me is isn't video that tells me uh, all the details of the company or you know like where they are or like how mm. to find them and that sort of thing because I think you know obviously it's 2020 you can Google it so like <laughs> spending any amount of time trying to tell people where or how to find their company to me feels like a mistake to me the thing that stands out about video when I see it, that really grabs my attention is when it I feel like I'm connecting to what the company like truly does not like their day to day what they do but like if the company i get i get a message from their video from their commercial that makes me feel like i know the people that work there and what their goal is with their company that's what it at least connects with me and makes me want to be interested in like you know working with that company is that kind of what you're talking about as opposed to yeah. like the idea of like this is what we do versus this is who we are almost yeah. kind of thing. And you could do it several ways. Like imagine if Geico, every commercial, explained what insurance is and yeah. how they do it. You wouldn't mm -hmm. care by Geico because I picked up the phone and were like, hey, I want some car insurance because those commercials are funny. Like it gives like the idea that insurance is fun, that like it makes me happy. It makes me want to talk to them. Absolutely. And we were fortunate enough to have many clients who understand that and allow us to make you know, that kind of creative video that really benefits them. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that's hard to convince people of because people, at least a lot of clients can tend to come from, and a lot of, you know, if you're a business owner, that sort of thing, you can come from the the idea of if, if you're, if you're not used to sort of 
the paradigm that marketing is moving these days, you can you kind of used to the traditional idea of what a commercial is and that you are there to like explain what your business is. And it, it can be tough to push people away from from that idea. As you said, we have a lot of clients that think that way and like to distinguish themselves from the group. And you know, there are some ideas, we had some, we were kind of talking about it earlier, there were some ways that people, like just some examples of how companies can distinguish themselves from like their competition. Just like kind of broad strokes, you had some ideas we were talking about. So you know, your competition, maybe they have a bunch of really clean looking but very sterile videos like highlighting their leadership, just talking about how their business started or the, the, the kind of, inside business that your audience doesn't really want to hear. You know, that's not what you want to do. You want to communicate emotion. You want to communicate, you know, how you want your, you know, any given customer to walk out of your business feeling. Like you want to make sure they leave with that. Even if, you know, they don't need to watch a single one of your videos and necessarily come away understanding everything that you do. Because that's not what it's about. They don't want to know what you do as much as how you're going to make them feel. Yeah. Some companies like to put themselves in their own box and like a creative company can help like, you know, lift them out of that and like really show what they're about. All right. So we've talked about why you need creative video. We've talked about what creative video is. Let's talk a little bit about how somebody can transform the image of their company, because that's kind of the third step in this process is realizing why you need creative video, seeing what that video is and then actually doing it and transforming your image. So how, how, do, how did somebody go about doing that? The most important way to do it is to make sure that you're standing out because it's, it's so easy to look at your competition and say, oh, they're doing video because everyone's doing video now and say, I want to do just what they're doing. That doesn't make you stand out. If anything, copying your competition can instantly damage your reputation because you know people will see that. People yeah. will see you're not being inventive. You're not standing out. So the first step is to make sure that you know, d define your message or find a creative team that will help you yeah. define your message. You know, what are you really about? And then build your brand through video from that point. And Conrad, another thing we talked about is that I, we mentioned it earlier that since everybody can shoot video on their phone and that sort of thing, video is everywhere. And so that's a big part of it is making sure that your content is everywhere it needs to be. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, you need to make sure like your content is as many people can see it as possible and like to make sure it's visible and formatted correctly like a team of creatives can like help make sure that like each platform your video is on it can be enhanced and get as much traffic as possible because you want leads from these videos right so yeah. you want to make sure you're posting right places and you're posting them correctly like if you post a 1920 by 1080 like rectangle widescreen video on Facebook, it's going to look weird on people's phones, it's going to look smaller, mm -hmm. but if you change it to like square, it's going to be bigger on people's phones and be on Facebook easier because most people check Facebook on their phones. Yeah. So. yeah, and social media platforms have become extremely specialized to the extent where, you know, you need different aspect ratios, different resolutions, different size of files, but even more importantly, different types of content and yeah. different messaging on any given platform. And again, that's where you need a creative team that understands those platforms, understands how to help you out and understands how to guide your video in the right direction. Yeah, and we're actually planning in a future episode to talk a little bit about those social media platforms and how to optimize video and content for those different platforms. So it's something you can look forward to eventually coming up. We have it planned out. I don't know when, but it, we'll, do, we'll do it eventually uh, because it is a, it's a, it's such a crazy broad topic. And it's even even if you think you start to like 
know and get a hang of that sort of thing. It's like they're it's changing constantly. Like you have constantly have to keep up to date with what the latest because you know for a long time oh Instagram wouldn't allow certain types of videos, but now they do, and you know all this it changes constantly, and it's it's real hard to keep up with. It's one of the one of the reasons, like you said, having a creative team whose job it is to do that is kind of pivotal in the current marketplace if you really want to grow your business but yeah man the internet is always evolving and like you know you're running a business you can't keep up with the internet and your business like at the same time yeah get some other guy to do it get us get somebody (laughs) yeah yeah and just a a big thanks to al gore for the internet (laughs) thank you al gore that series of tubes we're still who knew back in the the ye old days of 1994 or whatever that would be what it is today all right that's going to do it for our main discussion for this episode hope you learned a little bit about creative video and why you need it get to our next segment guys it's time for name the noise so in the name the noise segment i'm going to play i play a little short clip of something generally in the field of marketing or video or the history of marketing something like that you've kind of gotten the vibe of what we're doing here at this point where we're three episodes in but i'm going to play for you guys now the one i played last week i want to see if you guys have any idea what this is Do you guys have any idea what that is? So it's not Futurama. It's not Futurama. I do know the answer, though. You do know the answer? Yes. The answer. I want to give Justin a chance. Okay, well, uh, yeah. I, I also have a longer clip uh, that may help, but go, Ju- Justin, do you have any idea? E-Man. No, it does sound a little <laughs> bit like E-Man. Yes. Conrad, I'm going to let you guess before I play the second clip, because I'll be impressed if you know this one. I believe it's an Apple commercial. Yes, it is. Wait, is yes. this the one with the hammer? Yes. Okay. I know the visual, but okay. okay. It is the 1984 Apple commercial. Here's a slightly longer clip for listeners. On January 24th, Apple Computer will introduce Macintosh. And you'll see why 1984 won't be like 1984. There you go. I believe Steve Jobs hated that commercial. Really? I think so. Don't quote me on it, but so, I, I remember looking someone up about that. Yeah. We're a bit removed from the Super Bowl as we're recording this now, but when I was writing this episode, we were right at the Super Bowl, and so I was like, well, I gotta do a big Super Bowl commercial, and this is arguably like the first big Super Bowl commercial. Um, uh, it was advertising their Macintosh computer, as we heard in the commercial. Uh, it play, it's kind of a play on George Orwell's, obviously, 1984. And it's it was it was the moment that sparked the the big sort of uh, destination viewing for Super Bowl commercials. Like this was the one that started it all in terms of like blowing people's minds. Like, what is this thing I'm watching? Yeah, it's like like almost kind of like a Blade Runner feel. Like like future that's like grimy and like it's so controversial like it's like saying it's like ibm is on the screen right like yeah it's like saying like ibm is evil and we're gonna stick it to big brother yeah Yeah, big brother's smashing the conformity and yeah did did 2001 space odyssey like come before this commercial? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was, okay, this was right. in 1983, so... Gotcha. Blade Runner was after, though, wasn't it? No. Or was that, like, an 85? podcast in front of people. Uh, well, we're not a movie podcast, thankfully. Oh, okay. Maybe? I, I don't know. If we were a movie podcast, this would be embarrassing. But since we're not, <laughs> well, it's all good. I've watched half of Blade Runner. It was 82. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> 
totally was guessing. But <laughs> all right, so that was the last week's noise. Here we go. We have a new one this week. I think you two will know what this one is. I would be hmm. s- astounded if you didn't. But let's. We're gonna see if our <laughs> listeners at home and viewers at home know this one. So I'm assuming you guys know what that is. Here's Conrad's hint. Um, go go to the movie theater and uh, watch any movie. And watch watch any movie. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's not there, watch Star Wars, and it definitely will be there. Yes. Has it been in every Star Wars? Film? Yes. Yeah. Every single. I feel like Star Wars is the only series I can get away with it. Like to me, like okay, it belongs there. But everywhere else, I'm like, don't put it there. <laughs> don't put it's, it there. It's used a lot. It's used a lot. <laughs> Uh, But we'll explain what that noise was on our next episode and give you a little bit of the history of that very famous sound. That's going to do it for our Name the Noise segment. Let's go ahead and talk about some listener questions. We don't have any listener questions yet, but we want them. We filmed all these ahead of time. Spoiler. Showing you how the sausage is made here. But we're going to have listener questions. We want to hear from you. If you have marketing questions, if you have anything you want to know, we have marketing experts here to answer them. I have one. You have a question. I have a question. All right. Why should I listen to a podcast or a marketing podcast? Uh, you should listen to a marketing podcast because you get answers to all your marketing questions, Conrad. Wow. Every single one. Wow. Say a single marketing question. S- oh, what no. is marketing? This oh, podcast? Oh, that's, that's tough. Hold on. You <laughs> <laughs> stumps me on, on the first question. Marketing tell you what, tell you is... What. Creative edge. If you keep oh. watching the episodes, you'll get the answer. Yeah, that's true. It is the answer to that question is a 106 part podcast series that we're <laughs> playing out currently. So. Uh, but yeah, if you want to ask us a question, just go to our social media, search Creative Edge on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of those places. We'll have places where you can submit questions for the episodes coming up. We'll have the the topics that we'll be talking about. Try to keep them related to the topics, but they don't have to be. If you just have whatever marketing question you have, write them down. We'll answer them, and you'll be smarter for it. All right, guys, it's game time. All right, so the way product pitch works is I'm going to give that you guys are each going to take six cards. You're going to shuffle them up. You're going to look at them. You don't even have to shuffle them. I don't know what I'm talking about. You're going to look at them. You're going to create, pick two of them. You're going to make a product with it. Then you're going to sell that product to me, the consumer. You guys are marketing people. That's the point. But it's, you know, a little bit more improv, a little less marketing. I love but that idea. We'll, we'll just there. be, like, terrible at it, though. You may, you may be <laughs> terrible at it, but that's okay. You're selling, to me, a high school dropout. So high keep that in mind as you're creating your product. You go ahead and draw six cards each there. Are you, like, a rebel, though? Like, a high school dropout rebel? I do have like, a skateboard. You can still be employed. You do have a skateboard. <laughs> I do have a skateboard. So keep that in mind. There's some extra info for you. There's some marketing research for you on your... On your customer. He's very rad. I, I am a gnarly dude. I have a skateboard. So go ahead and combine two of those to make your product, and then you'll each have about 30, to Done. 30 seconds to a minute to sell it to me. Keep in mind, there are bonus points on the table if you come up with a good slogan. All right, hold on. So I'm not saying that'll win it for you, but... If it, you know when it comes down to it, if I'm teetering on the edge and one of you hits me with a real good slogan, you might pull the W. Got it. Okay, I got. It. I got mine. I got. Mine. <sighs> All right, who would like to go first? I'm gonna go first. Conrad, I'm gonna go first. Go ahead. Let's imagine you just you just dropped out. You're just upset at the world. Okay. You need, I'm already there. I'm in it. You have no more friends because they're still in school. You can't hang out with stupid, them. You dropped stupid. out. Yeah. <laughs> Every man needs a best friend. How about the powder dog? You can't just get a dog out of nowhere, but now you can. From a can. The powder dog. 
Yeah, just oh, sprinkle that up in the sand or the grass, wherever. <laughs> I feel like sand dog, would be mistake, but <laughs> dog will appear. Dog, dog will appear. Your best friend in a can. I dog also powder. think there's a chance that that's just slang for like a drug. <laughs> <laughs> no siree. When you when hanging. you sprinkle dog powder, you'll be happy in seconds. I already imagine I'm petting. Still thinking, yeah. I already imagine petting powder dog to be an unpleasant experience, and also I might break it. Yeah. I, I, oh, oh no no no! The the dog powder is very durable, very durable, <laughs> and it comes in many different species. We're gonna wrap you up, Conrad, real quick. I think I heard a couple attempts at a slogan in there, but do you have a slogan? Yeah, powder. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, man's best friend in a can. Okay, I like it. Justin, what do you got? Okay, so you're a dropout. Yeah. You're riding on your board. You're skating. That's what you do. You know, having a heart. You know, just, just going for it. Because you you don't have a job. You don't have friends. You're just a high school dropout. This, <laughs> these are the choices you've made. And you know, you get little parts. It's a hot summer day. You need a drink. You need regret water. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, Dan. <laughs> you need the only product that will quench your thirst and also make you consider better life choices. <laughs> It'll make you Look turn back around on your history and go back to school. You don't talk to your dad anymore, so he can't make you realize you never should have dropped out. But regret, regret water will make you look back on your past and think, man, I'm going to get that GED. <laughs> okay. It physically turns your skateboard around. It takes you back to the school as soon as you take a sip. Thirsty for success? Regret water. Oh, there it is. All right. I'm sorry. Good, sir. With the Good W. Sir. Coming up clutch with the slogan at the last second as well. Oh. Good lord, that was I a winner. I bow to that. That was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Would you like a drink? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe pick my other choices. <laughs> oh, man. All right, that's going to do it for Product Pitch. Well done, everybody. Uh, let's wrap this thing up. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Create Your Edge. Come back next month. We'll be joined by another marketing expert. Not quite as brilliant as these two. That's not fair to the next person. I don't even know who's going to be here. They'll probably be more brilliant. That's not fair to you two. It's the armor. <laughs> to break down another marketing topic. Until that time, remember to get out of the damn box and go be extraordinary. Create Your Edge is a production of Creative Edge Incorporated, a full-service marketing company headquartered in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you're enjoying our show. You can also stay in touch through Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Just search for Creative Edge in Cape Girardeau, Missouri.